Hey there, good people. You are listening to Oh My Josh. So I have a very, very serious question. Why do y'all be getting married? You know, and and, and, you know, and and I'm not using proper English because it's like, I really want to know, like, the honest, unmitigated, uncolorful truth about why are people getting married? Because I have encountered so many people who are in uh, union relationships and they are so unhappy and there's so much going on and so much strife and it's like... Why did you do it? Like, were you were you pushed to do it? Was, was it like a shotgun wedding? Do they still exist? I'm like, I, I don't understand. And it's, I, I just don't get it. Now, as someone who's never been married, and as of today of this recording, no plans to ever be married. Um, and let me, let me preface it by saying that I respect marriage. As a Christian, I believe that marriage is an honorable thing that it was created, you know, uh, for the family unit uh, by our creator. And there are definite definite positives to it. Um, But coming from my perspective, I see marriage as nothing more than a business transaction because it's literally a contract you sign with another person um, and with with certain uh, stipulations that are to be, you know, honored and regarded. Uh, for however long this contract um, is in place. So, and I I know that's a very, very uh, almost uh, pessimistic or morbid view of of marriage, but to me, that's essentially what it is. I I do look at things a lot more logically than maybe other people look at them, and I I tend to overthink a lot. If you've been listening to this podcast, you probably know that already. But that's really how I view marriage. It's It's a business transaction, and uh, we both come to it with certain things and we both will leave with certain things, whether that's through the divorce or, you know, through death. And it's like, you know, I, I don't I've yet to meet the person that I want to get into a lifetime contract with. Uh, the only lifetime contract that I really would like to have uh, as of today at this point is with me. Um, and that's not even a contract. <laughs> you know, I, I, I was just kind of, you know, given this body and here I am. Um, but this is the only person I really want to go to bed with and wake up with every morning. And, you know, and that's fine with me. Again, I- I'm 35, um, relatively young. I-, I don't know, you know, depends on what <laughs> what side of the scale you're on. Um, but, yeah, I-, I-, I just don't see it in my future because that's my view of marriage. Um, I-, I think we've been given this this fantastical um, idea of, idea of what marriage is and especially women of course I, I'm, I'm not a woman um and i can't speak for women but um i i have noticed that society kind of pushes women to you know that whole prince charming thing that disney has you know given us and how um i have to have how women have to have a man in order to you know have status or stature or things like that and you know and, and of course people are saying that those are antiquated but there are a lot of women who are still like that they feel as if they have to have somebody that they are adjoined to to have some worth in their life and and that's not necessarily true um but 
and that's all a, a tangent on you know how I feel about it about marriage itself. But I want to talk about the perspectives and the views that I have of people who are married who are making who are moving weird out here. I mean, they're the, they're just moving really weird. And just to give a bit more background about me, um, I come from a home where my my parents were married for over thirty years. Um, I want to say thirty eight, but I'm not really sure. Um, I don't want to do that math right now. Um, but I know they were married for over thirty years. Um, over thirty five because I'm I'm thirty five. Um, and uh, yeah. So and, and uh, of course my my father passed two years ago. So rest in peace, pops. Um, but yeah, they were they were married for the entire time that I was with them. Well, my entire life. Pretty much. And um, and I saw things woke up in that marriage where, you know, a lot of things were very one-sided. Um, my father wasn't a very affectionate person, um, but that was because of how he was raised. Um, but my mother is the gem of the ocean. She is literally the gem of the world because she loved my father and she loved him hard. Like, she would make sacrifices not only for us, but for him. Um, personal sacrifices. She's very, very selfless. She did things like cooking every night. Like we, we had a fresh meal every night. And I found out later as I grew up that my mother actually doesn't like cooking. Now she's an excellent cook, excellent cook. Like people, people actually run to her for her potato salad and her chicken salad. Like if she has chicken salad, I'm the first one in line and we, we might fight, you know, if it's, you know, between you and me. But anyway, she actually later told me and later, later in life, as I grew older, that she didn't like cooking, but she knew that my father, her husband, liked fresh meals every day. Like we didn't grow up eating leftovers because my father didn't eat them. So my father didn't like them. He would eat them. Not to say that he was he was that you know tyrannical. He was like, there won't ever be leftovers here. No, we we had them sparingly, um, but yeah, she didn't like cooking. But because she knew her husband liked it, she did it for him. So she it was she was still and still is very very self sacrificing. So I I tip my hat to her. I tell her a lot of times, like thank you, mom, for how you raised me because the way people that I have encountered do is like, bro, what? So that's 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 the first um, observance that I had of marriage. Now, again, it was very weighted on one side um, that my father, again, my father wasn't very uh, affectionate or he wasn't mean or anything, but um, he just wasn't a loving type person. You know, um, I think I may have heard my father tell me he loves me once um, in my life. Um, and so but. And 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 I've come to you know realize that um, I, that wasn't who he was. So I shouldn't have expected him to be somebody that he wasn't. Um, do I wish I had you know a father who was you know more loving and you know taught me things and left things for me? Sure, I didn't have that. And now that you know he has transitioned, he's with the ancestors. That's something that I won't have. Um, and I have come to realize that. And um, so yeah. But we're talking about marriage. So that's the that's the first marriage that I observed. And so I knew then I was like, okay, cool. Um I I, I love is a part of marriage. Um, because you have to love somebody to cook them a fresh meal every night and you don't even like cooking. That that's love. So love is a factor in marriage, of course. And my my brother uh has been married twice. 
And, you know, I, I won't air anybody's dirty laundry, but it's like certain things that, you know, that I've seen him go through. And it's like, I don't know if I want that for me because I have a very, very strong personality and, uh, and, and, and I'm, and I'm like my father in a lot of ways. Uh, I tend to be very selfish. Um, and, and, and again, people say, you know, I tell people that, you know, I'm selfish. That's why I want to get married. But, and they're like, well, no, everybody has, everybody's selfish. And I'm like, well, no, no. If, if I'm, I'm selfish to the point where I, I'm very unwavering in certain things. Like I literally would get upset that, and that's why I can't cohabitate either. I get upset if the toilet paper is not over and it's under, like that's a conversation that we have to have because you just wrong. It, it's not supposed to be like that. It has to go over. <laughs> it just has to. So, uh, and that's, I mean, and I know that's a menial thing, but I, that's who I am. And, and, and uh, during my brother's marriages, um, I, I kind of noticed, you know, um, I, I don't want to put myself or another person in those situations where it's in, it's, me being very unwavering and not willing to communicate and tell you what I need and you tell me what you need becomes a mutual understanding. It's more of a, it's more of a demonstrative thing where this is how it is and this is how it's going to be. And it's like, there's no communication there. Now I like to communicate, but again, I'm still very unwavering. So it's, it's kind of contradictory, but <laughs> to continue on, um, I, I, I talk a lot about the people who I work with, because you know that's who I interact with most of most of the time, um, and the, the the way they speak on marriage is not encouraging to me in any way to ever try anything like that. There is a a gentleman that I work with who literally blames his wife for his reasoning for cheating, and so let me let me set this up for you. So. He's saying that um, she, his wife is very, very uh, fond of social media. So anything that they do or, you know, any kind of item they have, she wants to post it online. Um, and, and of course, that's her preference. That's, that's her thing. If that's what she wants to do, that's what she wants to do. Um, again, if it's involving me, of course, I have a say in it as well. But his point was when he does things for her that are uh, romantic or, you know, in great gesture, or, you know, he just has, like, he, he runs her bath water, cooks her dinner, things, things like that. He does that, and she posts online that he does that. She's opening the door for other women to um, look at him in a, in a romantic light and approach him and, you know, in, in a way that would lead him astray. And I know that sounds confusing because it is. It makes no sense at all. Um, well, well, it makes no sense to me. In his head, it made sense. And I, I try to get, and I really talk to get perspective. I, I converse with people at work to get their perspective because, again, I was raised differently. Um, but <laughs> I don't care where you were raised. That just makes no sense to me. But my thing is, how are you blaming your significant other for you making the decision to commit infidelity like that that's just that's very juvenile in my opinion like she i hit her because this other person hit me that's very childish you know and uh that's why i that's why i i can't i'm, I'm stuttering right i'm stuttering because I, ugh, 
<laughs> that's why I, I don't think I could ever be married because if I were to find out that you're blaming me for telling people how good of a partner you're being and because I'm sharing that and people are approaching you about it, it's my fault that you're, you have this wandering eye for somebody else. What? I mean, make it make sense. Right? Because, uh, for, because for some reason, he seems to think that these other women that are in his, that are in his inbox or DMing him or, or reaching out to him are thinking that he's going to do the same thing for them. Okay. Well, first of all, that that's a problem. Like, why are females so desperate that they have to go on social media and see what somebody else is doing for somebody else? Think what a man is doing for his wife. And I'm like, oh, I want some of that. So I'm going to DM him and try to break up his home so I can get some of that. Do you not realize that <laughs> if you're doing that, it's just going to reciprocate later on again, right? And so does that not matter? I I, I just don't understand. I don't get it. I, I, it, it just boggles my mind. And and, 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 and I have another coworker who, who, uh, who constantly uh, gets into it with his, with his spouse. And it's like, why did y'all get married? Like, was it for the kids? Because a lot of times I hear people say, you know, I want to stay for the children, stay for the children. And I respect that. I get that. I, I thoroughly believe that children should come from homes that are not broken. Um, I, I was raised that way. Um, and I would like to, if I ever were to be a parent, um, would like to be in a two-parent home because I believe it provides uh, safety, sanctity. Um, it, it provides a solace for a child. I, I told my mom the other day that I was very, very confident in knowing that when I got home or when I went to bed at night, that both my parents were, were there and that when I woke up, they would both be there. And I knew who both of them were. A lot of children don't have that. So I, I respect the notion of staying for the children. What I don't respect is if you are staying for the child and the child is witnessing how unhappy you are as adults and as individuals in the home, that's also affecting them, you know? And again, I'm, I'm not a child psychologist or a therapist in any, any sense, but I thoroughly believe because again, I, my, my nephews come from a, a broken home. I, I mentioned that my brother was married twice and I've noticed things in them where it, even at this, they're, they're practically, a, well, one is an adult and one and the other is practically an, an adult. And it's still, I still notice things now wherein there's a disconnect um, that dates back to when their parents split. It's just something that's going to, you know, affect a child. Um, but I, I respect the, the, the decision of not being unhappy around your children. I respect that decision. And that brings me to the subject of blended families. Um, blended families are hard. They're difficult. Can they be successful? Absolutely. Are they still difficult? Absolutely. And again, this is a view from the outside looking in. Um, I, I think blended families, in blended families, there has to be a conversation about how the the discipline is going to be uh, adhered to. Um, I, I think a lot of times 
people don't have those conversations. I, I don't think a lot of I think a lot of times people get into relationships and they don't have conversations that need to be had. I I think uh, most times because we're horny. Uh, let's let's just be you know three thousand percent transparent. A lot of times, especially as as a as a church boy, uh, you know, it, it's drilled in us that we can't have sex before marriage, and and you know, and you know, and a lot of people are getting to in, into situations because we were horny and we wanted to bust a nut. Um, excuse the children. Sorry, I should have prefaced that before I said that. Um, so if the children are listening, sorry, kids. Um, it's getting a little adult, a little adult in here. Um, but yeah, sometimes we're just horny and we want, you know, we want to, it to look good in front of God. And most times we want it to look good in front of people because God already knows. Um, but we, we don't want to, we don't want people to talk about us or, or think anything about us. Like we're having sex people. Sex is a thing and sex is very, very taboo, um, for a lot of people, but it happens. Like we're all here because somebody had sex. Um, so it's a natural part of life, but that's another episode for another time. We're talking about marriage right now. So what was it? Oh, blended families. Right. So there, there has to be a communication and conversation in marriages and in relationships in general that I don't think a lot of people are having. Um, I actually was called, was, uh, referred to as aggressive and intimidating because I ask a lot of questions in my conversations because I want to get perspective. My thing is, if we come to a mutual understanding, we can move on from there. But we can't get to that mutual understanding if we don't communicate. I I mentioned at work the other day that I've never been in a ever been in a physical fight that I can recall. I really don't think I've ever punched anybody or been punched. Um, maybe well, I don't know. Maybe as a kid in school, I, I just remember. I don't know. But it's very, 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 very few instances because I much rather. Uh, I don't want to say fight with my words, but I much rather, you know, communicate because I find that people become very, very frustrated when you actually ask them to talk because, because people don't feel as if they have the ability to actually sit and talk. They'd rather it things become physical like sex than actually sitting and having a conversation and having a meeting of the minds. That's a hard thing to do because a lot of times people don't know how to express themselves because, and, and again, as a man, we are taught not to do that. We're taught not to have emotions, you know, not to be vulnerable. And and I've taken that to heart. Like it, it really, really frustrates me when I am vulnerable even even as an actor, like um, well, well, it's easier for me as an actor because I'm I'm a different person. But as myself, when I feel those tears coming, it's like ah oh, nah, can't do that, can't cry. And I, and as I get older, I'm realizing that, I'm realizing now that I can't hold it anyway um, when I do cry because I mean things that have to do with children that that really touches me. Um, and and I realize I realize I'm sensitive, and it's and that's okay. I think a lot of if a lot of men were freed themselves from the emotional um, stigma or, or that 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 whole you know don't don't show your emotions thing. If we divorce ourselves from that, 
a lot of progress will be made, especially black men. I can speak from from that from that aspect being a black man in America. We don't want to be seen as weak. Um, because and, and that dates back to slavery and all that, you know, NASA and all that stuff. That's another podcast, another episode. But that's where that comes from. We don't want to be seen as weak individuals. So uh, I'm going on so many tangents. I probably should have wrote some of this down, but I really was just thinking to myself, like, why are people getting married? Because the conversation that I'm having with people is like, that's the weirdest piece of crap I've ever heard in my life. Um, so, yeah, that, that, that's really the question I wanted to ask. Why do y'all get married? Like, why? I mean, what what is your reasoning other than, you know, I loved him or I love her or that's my baby daddy or that's my baby mama, which are two words that I literally hate. <laughs> Whoever started that craze, you know, whatever. Um, but yeah, like, why are y'all getting married? I, now, I'm, I'm not telling you to live in sin, as the church says, or, you know, to do things that... that <laughs> you know, are damaging to, you know, your well-being because I believe that, I believe in soul ties. Like, you can't just go around here and sleep with everybody and, you know, putting, I, I want to be more PG because I didn't, you know, disclaim this with anything beforehand. Um, But just, you know, putting things in every place um, because you can, it, there, there's some connection to that. There's emotions connected to that 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 we we uh we don't deal with a lot because as because men are told to go and sow their royal oaths but a woman does that and she gets classified as as a strumpet and that's for my older audience uh listeners who know what a strumpet is um so yeah i i just really want to for all my married listeners i just really want to ask why did you get married why are you still married? Right? Yeah, I mean, it, it's just a, it's a question worth pondering. I think so. What do you think? Let me know. And thanks for listening to this episode of Oh My Josh. <laughs>